John 14 again says, Peace I leave you. My peace I give you. World peace. Many of us have prayed and heard others pray for world peace. And often when they pray this, they mean that they would like to see the end of world conflict. I'm 61 years old. I don't think I've ever known a time where there wasn't some conflict going on somewhere in our world. I grew up hearing about my grandfather being a neighborhood warden. It was his job, since my grandparents lived right on the harbor in New York, to, in the evening, he would walk the neighborhood. And he would make sure that everyone had their blackout curtains closed. And if you had light showing out through your curtains, he would come and knock on your door and say, close your curtains. Because the harbor in New York, Long Island, and Baldwin was deep enough for a German submarine to come in, undetected, And all they needed to do was look for the lights from a house, from a building, to shoot off their torpedoes towards the beach. That was his job during that conflict. I grew grew up hearing about my grandfather and my father both who worked for the railroad. They were considered vital industry, so neither one of them was taken into the military service but asked to stay in their positions with the railroad to keep them running and moving smoothly. I remember growing up hearing about the Vietnam protesters, civil rights protesters, women's rights protesters. Now, granted, I was a very overly protected child, and when bad things were coming on the news, my parents would make us go down to our playroom so we didn't see these bad things. So I learned a lot more of these things that were going on in our lifetime during school, learning about what was going on in Vietnam. It was years after Vietnam was over, I came upon a picture of my cousin. He was in uniform. Mom, what's Joey doing in uniform? Was he at a costume party? Oh, no, he's in Vietnam. Huh? What do you mean he was in Vietnam? Oh, yeah, we didn't want to accept you kids, so we didn't tell you that he was over there fighting. Oh, my cousin was in the war. I remember studying about things like the Cold War, Cuban Missile Crisis, the fighting that was spread across the globe supposedly against communism. These are things you learn in your high school textbooks and your history books in college. But I remember being in Afghanistan, Iran, Kuwait, Libya, Honduras, the Persian Gulf, Rwanda, Cambodia, Laos, Grenada, the Falklands, and I know I left out a whole lot of places all over the world, from Central America to South America to Asia to Africa. There are so many places where I left out where conflict was going on in the last 60-something years during my lifetime. We definitely have a nation and a world that lives without peace. My mother's favorite saying when we were children was, Lord, give me five minutes of peace. Why she didn't have world conflict going on in the house, she did have six children running around because she had not only the four of us, but she took care of the two children that lived next door while their single dad 
took care of them and went off to work. So we always had six kids running around the house. My mother just wanted five minutes of peace. But this is not the kind of peace that Jesus is promising to us in his, his words that we find in the Gospel of John. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. See, Jesus is referring to not a worldly peace, but a spiritual peace, a peace that is here within us, a peace that is not dependent upon what is going on in the world around us. This peace is a peace of tranquility in all circumstances of life. It is a peace that says it will be okay. We will survive. We might be changed, but we will come through. People have spent lifetimes looking for the spiritual peace. They've looked in other religions and in solitude and in meditation, in burning candles and listening to chants and other music. But hear me, church. We as Christians do not need to go looking for this peace because we have a promise right here in our word of God that says, peace I leave with you. You don't have to go searching for it. We have it available to us. It's there in a promise. Jesus is giving it to us. Period. Exclamation point. No clarification after it. It's not like you have to go do something. Jesus is giving us the spiritual peace. And it's available for all of us to use. This peace comes to us when we trust in God. As I was reading these words I remembered the scripture from Philippians, so I included it in our readings. Do not worry about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And here, part two. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. We might never figure out how we can have this peace in our lives except that it comes to us by God. There's nothing that we've done for it. There's nothing that we can pay for it. There's nothing we can give away for it. God gives it to us so that our hearts and our minds are guarded in Christ Jesus. That is a trust in God to accept that promise into your life. God, God will protect you and guard you. Now, normally we think of a guard, we think of a soldier, like the soldiers that are at the tomb of the unknown soldier, walking back and forth every day, the same number of steps not a piece of lint on their uniform, not a smudge on their shoes, that rifle being moved from shoulder to shoulder so that that rifle is always away from the tomb as they walk back and forth. They do their duty. And it is truly a duty to be one who marches in front of that tomb. That's not the kind of guard that God is talking about. 
It's not going to be some shoulder soldier walking behind us. It's God within us that is guarding our hearts and our minds through our trusting that God is going to fulfill the promise that God has given to us. This peace also comes with our obedience. We know of King David, who wrote many of the Psalms. Here are a couple of them. I'm not going to read them in their entirety. We'll be here for a long time. But in Psalm 23, David writes, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leads me besides the still waters. If that is not the ultimate picture of rest, of peace, of calmness and quiet. And that's Psalm 23. Just a few psalms later, David writes, My vitality was drained away as with the fevered heat of summer. Wow, what happened here? In, in Psalm 23, he's talking about this idyllic, peaceful picture of being led to calm passages. And in the very next breath, it seems as if he's writing about how his, his essence is drained away because of what's going on in his life. What happened to his peace? But in that same passage where he tells us his vitality is drained away, he also tells us, I kept silent about my sin. David realized he had sin in his life that he hadn't confessed. That sin in his life was causing turmoil. It was taking away his peace because it was overshadowing his peace. Like David, we too might need to confess sins that are keeping us from being at peace. When we don't confess our sins, we too are led into internal turmoil that seems to knock peace out of us. So how did David get his peace back? Because we know David did get his peace back. And in that same passage of Psalm 32, he writes, I acknowledge my sin to God, and my iniquity I did not hide. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. David realized what was hindering his peace. He realized that he had sin in his life that was causing internal turmoil. He confessed that sin and regained his spiritual peace. His peace had returned. What about you? Is there an area in your life that you need to change, to correct, to confess, in order to allow that peace to manifest itself once again in your life? It comes with obedience and trust. Yet we need to live our lives with that peace within us. Apply the promise, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Walk your life. Talk your life. Sit down, get up, go to bed, rise in the morning with the idea that you have this peace in your life. God promises it to us. 
grab it and take it. And respond to this promise. Take a moment to evaluate your life. How are you reacting to your challenges? Are you running around with your head falling off? A chicken who has the head cut? Or are you relying upon God and claiming the promises of God? Peace I give to you. Take time to pray. Pray that if there is turmoil in your life, if there's turmoil within, that God will show you how to relieve it. It might be through confession also. Pray that you are obedient to what God calls you to do. And pray in choosing to have God's peace within your life. Amen. Amen.